We are on the line to Senior Research Fellow and Political Economist at Trade Collective, Ms. Lebohang Pegu. A very good evening to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us, Ms. Pegu. I mean, there's been so much said, so much conjecture, so much um, speculation, and we've heard the mm. reports from Mainland 7 about what is actually going on. What do we know for sure now as South Africans as we speak? Actually, very little to be so, and to the listeners. Um, the only thing we know for sure is that the minister has not yet been recalled, and we are also aware that he has um, he has gone to defend the case that uh, the Zuma's practice notes of the interested party, which was filed on Monday, um, in order to have the Standard Bank notice of motion to present all of the cabinet, as well as the president, from interfering with the bank's business. Um, to have that case chuck off the road, which has very strong associations with the Gupta family. So those are the only two things that we know for sure, is that he has not yet been, the, that Minister Gordon has not yet been recalled. But um, it is a very tense moment for us as a nation. Hmm. Uh, we've been told by the AC spokesperson, Zizi Godwa, that we shouldn't be speculating, but no doubt it's something that we can't help but do, given uh, what has now become known as Nene Gage. So uh, there are those who are speculating about whether or not this is a master stroke, a tactical move um, of pirates by President Jacob Zuma, or a very reckless move, given the fact that the finance minister was in the process of of meeting very important investors who can weigh in on our economic uh, future. Mm, now, there are lots of things that are a bit troubling about this, in fact, extremely troubling about this scenario. The one is the level of conjunction and speculation that we as a country have been subjected to. The second, I think, is to do with the power of the presidency itself. Um, and the, this is really an overwhelming sense in which um, the, the power of the executive has been, has been overstretched um, and, has, and also brings into question whether or not we have a strong enough NEC and a strong enough cabinet to act as a necessary internal check or balance because a, a president is governed by consultation and, and not by decree. And we have seen some very eccentric and very problematic and dramatic decisions by the president in the last 12 to 18 months, particularly in relation to the Ministry of Finance um, and Menegate, as you say. The third, of course, is what kind of impression this must have, this must have created for, for us as a country and for the president and, as, of course, for the minister. To, to, you know, the cancelled meetings and the, the very negative, uncomfortable impression that must have been left and the very sour taste in Airmark um, while he was off on a very useful trip to abet exactly the consequences of previous such attacks on, the, on, on this ministry and on the economy as, at large. Uh, and I think that, you know, that kind of really crude and slightly, really very, very tidy public management of this whole affair could have been done much differently. It could have been very differently handled. And finally, constitutionally, when we have a situation where the sitting president has decided to join a, 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 an action with the Gupta family um, as a friend of the court, um, which fortunately the court was, 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 was shrewd enough to reject, um, and this is against a member of his own cabinet. Um, I, I find that this, is, 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 again, is extremely problematic, incredibly untidy. I think it's untidy that the president himself is resorting to using the court system to fight out his own political battles.
from the looks of this. And, and this has been a problem in this country for the last couple of years, is that we turn political issues into legal means. We use legal means to fight out our political rules. Um, and, uh, you know, he himself has, has, shown, has shown himself to be completely unexemplary on this occasion. Um, and lastly, I think finally that there's no, there's no real reason to, to, to question the, the current minister's performance. If this is a performance-related reshuffle, um, or this is just about deploying people in, in, in different positions because they are, they are more strategically suited for, to, to, to take a particular economic trajectory forward, well and good, but the timing of this is really problematic, mm-hmm. and I think that the economy over the last 12 months has improved with the stability that Minister Gordon has brought to us, despite the many, many, many vicissitudes um, that he has had to weather. So what is the likely fallout? Should there then be an announcement that the finance minister has been sacked? And I suppose it's also all in the wording, whether he's been sacked or replaced. Recalled. Recalled. Exactly. So what is the Mm -hmm. impact of that on the economy? Uh, And we're not Mm. going to ask on President Jacob Zuma because he's repeatedly asked who are the markets and why should we care? Mm, Yeah. So, I mean, the markets are the things that ensure that we have some kind of capacity and collateral um, to borrow money, huge amounts of money that are needed for our own, you know, national development priorities. But I think it is what it is. I mean, I don't think it's the ideal model. I think that we could have we could deploy internal resources differently, but it is, it is the way of the world. And I think antagonizing those markets, um, and antagonizing those potential investors at a time like this is, is foolhardy. The second, you know, of course, the cost of the rand, and we've seen this. I mean, I, I've heard some analysts saying that the rand is not sovereign, um, but, but it, and, it, and it should not be subverted to the Constitution. Fair enough, but unfortunately, the rand is what we use to gauge our economic vibrancy and robustness. And I think that it's very important for us to realize that if the, once the rand depreciates, it has a knock-on effect on the local consumers. It has a knock-on effect on local local businesses. Import costs, of course, go up. Cost of production go up. And the consumer, all of these costs are passed on to the consumer. And remember that currency is not just about its real value. It's also about the sentiment that it carries. Now, once a, once a, once a, a, a currency begins to carry a negative sentiment, and this is what these rating agencies are all about, and I, I mean, I think that, for the record, I am no fan of the ratings agencies, and I've written and, and spoken many times about the sort of, um, I think, that the inconsistencies and the anomalies and the mischief, I think, that they engage with um, as well. But I do think that because at the moment we, haven't, we have not yet figured out a different way to measure the efficacy um, of our economy, we are, at the, we are held ransom to what, the whims of what they do and don't say to us. Now, if, they, if our land or our currency carries a negative sentiment, and this sentiment is carried um, to international local markets. It also, you know, our, our economy also tends to be a bellwether economy for other African, Afri- African markets. So it's not just about us. It's about the knock-on effect on, on the Sakui region in particular, um, on, the, on, on the Southern Africa region, and on the other leading economies, um, our peer economies, Nigeria, Kenya, Ethiopia, Rwanda, for example. So... What happens in South Africa has massive impact on the rest of the continent as well. And we should also remember that this comes at a time when the BRICS nations at large are also all going through different vicissitudes and different traumas. We've just had the, the scenario in Brazil. 
um, which, is, which has led to a, a huge amount of social and economic turmoil and reversed a lot of the gains which were made under both President Lula and President Russo. We don't want to go there. We, 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 should, be, we should be watching and learning mm. and doing the best that we can do to, to really stabilize our, our economies and try to keep our politics at bay try to keep our politics out of our economic management and financial and fiscal management. And unfortunately, right now, it seems that our political, you know, the ANC's political wars are playing themselves out in a very nasty and dangerous playground, which is in our economy and in the Ministry of Finance.